When I think of all my faults and all my failures When I consider all the times I've let God down I'm humbled at the grace He has extended I'm amazed at the mercy I have found I could never earn His love on my own But every time I come before His throne I stand redeemed by the blood of the Lamb I stand redeemed before the great I Am When He looks at me He sees the nail-scarred hands That bought my liberty Nothing precious I can give. A broken heart is all I have to offer. And yet, it's a priceless gift to Him. The bitter mark of sin will never fade away. But I can come. Before him on a shame, I stand redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. I stand redeemed before the great I am. When he looks at me, he sees the nail-scarred hands that bought my liberty. It's good to see you this morning. It's good to be in the house of worship. And we celebrate uh, some folks here today. Karen, raise your hand, Karen. She was with us last week. She has just moved to this area from Florida, and she's gone through some losses in her family. And we're so glad that she was told about Shades of Grace. And she comes from Bluff City to worship with us. So make sure that you welcome her. Let her know that she's 
in a good place to be. And it's so good to see Mr. Earl back today after knee surgery. And um, he, is, he told me first time I've been in church this year. So Earl, we're so thankful your surgery was successful and we celebrate that today. And we're glad to see Miss Betty back from her winter stay in Florida. All right, but we'll be having a few other celebrations in just a moment. But I want us to begin by singing um, Because He Lives, okay? And then we'll do some prayers. Sing with me.
lives and Easter is a way of life. We are a resurrection people. I've mentioned just a few celebrations today. I also want to celebrate Mary and Marty. It's so good to see you. We, they haven't been able to worship with us since before the pandemic and I talked to them yesterday and uh, they struggled to get here today but thank you for being here Mary and Marty. God bless you. We pray for you today and uh, are grateful to see you after a long absence. We want to also uh, remember Waylon, who is in intensive care unit uh, at this time. And I was there yesterday, but he is under very heavy sedation. So please remember Waylon and his family. Mary Ann Smith is in ICU. Tracy, who is very faithful to be with us, has COVID this week. And we ask you to remember her. She's doing better. Uh, we pray for Pastor Michelle, who is having some uh, osteoarthritis issues and has been struggling with her walking this week. We um, celebrate uh, Nita being back with us today, or Nina, Nina, I should say. I'll get it right, Nina. <laughs> Nina, we're glad you're back. And I have a card from Nina. As you know, we held a service for her brother Dewey just a few weeks ago. And she said to all of you, couldn't find a card to express how grateful my family and I are for all you have done. But thank you so very much, Nina and family. So God bless you, Nina. Uh, and we do want to pray for Nita, who was struggling really bad yesterday and maybe in the hospital today, I'm not sure. Um, we pray for Christine. We also pray for all the homeless, all those who are depressed and struggling in many ways. One of our homeless friends, Alan, came to us a couple of months ago. He was living in his truck and had lost his parents and didn't know what to do. The family home was gone. He'd been living in his truck and he's an older gentleman, but. We were able to get him a job through uh, some things I posted on Facebook, some folks who connected with him. Just a couple of days ago, he was sleeping in his truck in the Walmart parking lot. His truck caught on fire and he was sleeping and only by the grace of God, someone was able to get him out of the truck before it exploded, but it was a total loss. And we talked to him here uh, a day or two ago. So please pray for Alan. Uh, he's just trying to start all over 
and now he's starting all over again in a matter of about the second time in a couple of months. So no one knows all the struggles that occur here in the streets and among so many on a day-to-day -day basis. Miss Susie Roser, our cake baker Susie, remember Susie? She went to be with Jesus last night. I just got the message a few moments ago and uh, from her friend Chris, and Chris said, I am now the keeper of the cakes. And uh, Miss Susie came to us about four years ago before Thanksgiving and Christmas. She had just lost her mother and uh, her mother was a cake baker. And so she started baking cakes for our community meals and all that we did. And so we'll always remember her. I went to pray with her this week and uh, she recognized me, but she's with the Lord now. So we celebrate that. Uh, she would say, don't feel sorry for me. Uh, I've already made it home. So my heart is mixed today as I think about that, but I celebrate. We want to remember the family of Stephen Eck. His funeral will be here today at 1 o'clock. And his niece, Shelley, is a longtime friend of mine. I've been a pastor to this family for a long, long time. Shelley lives in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And a lot of the family are coming here today for the service. So Shelley, put your hand up so we know how to pray for you today. God bless you. Uh, next Saturday at 1 p.m., we will be celebrating a funeral for Janie Shoup. So we ask you to remember her family. And then next Sunday, I will be traveling to Lynchburg, Virginia, along with Steve and Susie, to officiate the service for Steve's good friend, Andy, who died very suddenly. And uh, Andy was a very faithful participant in our virtual church. And he's only been here at Shades of Grace maybe one time, but uh, we remember him today and pray for those who love him. So remember all of these requests. They are so many, but if you have a request by the lifting up of your hand, will you just put it up and God already knows the end from the beginning, okay? God bless you. All right, so we want to just take all of these in prayer, and I think the best way to pray is how? The way Jesus taught us. And we know that prayer, most of us do. So I want you to pray it aloud with me today. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I'm going to step aside and right now just join Landon and all those for worship as, uh, as we just celebrate Jesus. the table and buried his face in his hands suddenly grief overtook him for he had just lost his best friend they not only crucified Jesus they cursed him and put him to shame shaken by what he had 
witness that day, Thomas would not be the same. They crowned him with thorns they had gathered, and one of them spat in his face. Father, forgive him, they cried out, hanging in a guilty man's place. They tenderly wrapped him in linen and carefully sealed up his tomb. Three days later, Thomas thought he saw a ghost face to face in that old upper room. I am your king, Thomas, I live. What must I your hand in my side. I am your king. Thomas, I Like a blind man, I wondered 
alone. Worries and fears I claim for my own. Then like a blind man, God gave back his sight. Praise the Lord, I saw the light. I saw the light, I saw the light. No more in darkness, no more in night. Now I'm so happy. Traded the wrong for the right. Praise the Lord, I saw the light. I saw the light, I saw the light. No more in darkness, no more in night. Now I'm so happy, no sorrow inside. Praise the Lord, I saw the Everybody enjoy the sunshine yesterday. <laughs> uh, as always, I would like to ask for prayers for those of us who suffer from uh, addiction and depression. Uh, sometimes we struggle a lot, and uh, your prayers are, are greatly appreciated. Blame it on the weather. <laughs> uh. This, uh, I want to send this out to Jeff. He's requested this a time or two. And I just want to do it. When I was a little boy, my daddy, he told me, don't you waste your life hating nobody. Hate will rob your spirit. Hate will steal your soul. You just look them in the eye and let it go. So let it go, let it go. Just move on down the road. Let it go, let it go. Don't carry that heavy load. Let it go, let it go, let it go. Well, every day we stand on the battle lines. We've got hate in our hearts and hate on our minds. Christians, Muslims, Jewish, black and white, all we gain is a lifetime of strife. So let it go, let it go. Just move on down the road. Let it go, let it go. 
Don't carry that heavy load. Let it go, let it go, let it go. Well, there may be something that you carry in your mind, and you can't let it go, no matter how you try. Well, I'm asking you to try once again. Forgiveness is the best revenge. So let it go, let it go. Just move on down the road. Let it go, let it go. Don't carry that heavy load. Let it go, let it go, let it go. Well, Jesus died on the cross at Calvary. He had them nails in his hands, and he had them nails in his feet. Lord, they beat him, and they mocked him, and they called him the King of Jews. And he cried, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. So let it go, let it go. Just move on down the road. Let it go, let it go, don't carry no heavy load. Let it go, let it go, let it go. Just let it go, let it go, let it go. Thank you all very much. God bless you, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks. All right, did you all enjoy the music today? You know, give the Lord thanks. The Bible says, come into his presence with singing. Come before him with singing. And the Lord will give us the song. Sometimes we go through those dark places of life when we don't feel like singing, but how many of you know that music will lift us up? And so we're grateful for that. We appreciate all of you who shared here today and as I always say if you want to sing or share your gift of music at Shades of Grace all you have to do is see Landon and he'll make you sound as good as he can okay and you may you may be surprised so uh, come on and everybody don't be embarrassed don't be shy just make a joyful noise to the Lord all right is that good with everybody all right, uh, how many of you thought that Easter was last Sunday and that was it? How many of you know that Easter continues on? Easter is a season of the Christian faith, just like Lent was a season, just like Pentecost will be a season, like Advent will be a season. We go through seasons in life. We go through seasons in faith. And so we are in the season of Easter, and there's so much to the Easter story that we can't tell it all in one day or two or three. It takes a long time to tell the old, old story of Jesus and his love. So the scriptures today are found in the Gospel of John, chapter 20, verses 19 through 31. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the disciples were together with the doors locked for fear of the Jewish leaders, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace 
be with you. Can you say that to me, peace? After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. And the disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Again, Jesus said, peace be with you. Can you say that again? As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anybody's sins, their sins are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they're not forgiven. Now Thomas, also known as Didymus, who also we know as Doubting Thomas, one of the 12 disciples was not with the disciples when Jesus came. So the other disciples said to him, we have seen the Lord. And Thomas said, unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my finger where the nails were and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were in the house again. And this time Thomas was with them. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Say it one more time. Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here. See my hands? Reach your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting. Believe. Thomas said to him, My Lord and my God. I believe he said it with a little more enthusiasm than I just did, don't you? I think he said it with great exuberance and excitement and enthusiasm. My Lord and my God is alive. And Jesus told him, because you have seen me, you have been blessed. Blessed are those who have not seen and have yet believed. Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. Thanks be to God. The two appearances of Jesus take place a week apart, and I've just shared that with you. What happened here in this reading was from one week until the next week on the same day. The first being on Easter evening and the second being the week later. And each time Jesus spoke, we heard a lot there that talked about peace and forgiveness. Do you get that? There's a lot about peace. And if you want to have peace that passeth understanding, then you have to learn how to forgive. Can the church say amen? amen? And you must not only learn how to forgive, but we must put it into practice and we will be set free by the power of the Lord. But as Jesus speaks to the disciples three times, each time his words give power to those who hear him. The first one in verses 19 and 21, Peace be to you, even as the Father has sent me, I'm sending you. How many of you know that Jesus loves you today? 
How many of you know that Jesus has something for you to do? It may not be to be a pastor or a teacher or a musician or a singer, but God has called all of us to be witnesses to our faith. Someone said that God in the world today has no other hands than these, no other voice than this, no other ears than this. Now we know that's spoken a little bit metaphorically to help us understand our purpose in life, but we are to be Jesus Christ in the world. We are to hear the cries of the needy, right? We are to hear the cries of those who are suffering. And not only hear the cry, but actually do something about it. You know, we just came through the season of Lent as we moved into Easter. And one of the big things of that season in Lent is the giving of alms. The blessing and helping of others who cannot help themselves. And I say that Easter is an everyday celebration for the child of God. And every day we need to say, Lord, help me to listen with my Jesus ears, as Dr. Smitty tells us. Help me to see with my Jesus eyes and help me to speak with my Jesus words. Have you ever thought about it that in life in general, we're given two eyes and we're given two ears, but we're only given one mouth? Have you ever thought about it? I've thought a lot about that over the years, and it just stands to reason to me that as we uh, are trying to do the work of God, we need to listen and watch a whole lot more than we need to speak. Amen. A lot of us have plenty of words, but we don't have the actions and the attitudes to back them up. But someone said, I would rather see a sermon in action lived out without words than to be able to hear all the words of all the sermons that could be preached, right? So we are a living witness. We are people of faith acting out and doing the work of God. Another thing that Jesus said to each of these persons in this message is receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anybody's sins, they've been forgiven them. And if you don't forgive them, they haven't been forgiven. So that tells me that forgiveness lies right here within my own heart and within my own mind, right? And yet people say, I can't forgive, or even beyond that, I refuse to forgive. But where would we be today? Where would I be if God chose not to forgive me? Because I've transgressed, I've fallen short, and I'll just confess, I sin, amen? Anybody else want to join ranks with me? Amen? <laughs> we, we want to be honest and transparent in worship that we all are people of the flesh who need forgiveness. And in order to receive that forgiveness, we must be willing to exercise forgiveness. And then he says, touch me, touch my hands, touch my side, and reach out. Do not be unbelieving, but believe. Now this gospel lesson that I'm sharing with you today uh, talks about the disciples who are gathered together. 
And it doesn't matter how many gather together. You know, the Bible says we're two or more. Two or three. Everybody say two. Two and me. How's that? Two of you and one of me. That makes three. We can't agree. Wow. I, that, can you write a song on that, Oscar? That sounded inspiring, didn't it? Okay. So... We come together in the name of Jesus Christ and realize that nothing shall be called impossible with the Lord. So really in this particular passage that I read a moment ago, we know that Judas had already exited the scene before the immediate crucifixion of the Lord. And now we find that Thomas was absent for whatever reason on that particular day. But this gospel shows us there are different kinds of faith. How many of you know that? How many of you would like to be exactly like somebody else in the world? Or how many of you celebrate the distinct differences in your life that you're not like somebody else? Sometimes I'm grateful. There are a lot of mentors and people in my life that I would love to be more like to be more like Jesus. But there are also occasionally those people who probably say, I'm glad I'm not like Pastor Will because they may see me on one of my lesser days, on one of my worser days. Do you all have those kinds of days? So let us understand that we all have faith because <clears throat> the Bible says without faith, it is impossible to please the Lord. How many of you know that? If we come to God, we must believe that God is. That's the problem that Thomas had on that particular first resurrection because he had seen Jesus die. He had seen his body being laid in a tomb and he could not understand how Jesus is alive. Landon, I just realized we're supposed to sing a song today. You remember what it was? What was it? Sing it with us. Sing it with us now, and then I'll continue on. Alive, alive, alive forevermore. My Jesus is alive. Jesus is alive. Alive, alive, alive forevermore. My Jesus is alive. Sing hallelujah. Thomas had difficulty understanding that Jesus is alive. But remember those words that Jesus had so often said to the disciples before he went to Calvary, to the cross, to his execution. He said, I am the resurrection and I am the life. And whoever lives and believes in me, even though he die." yet shall he live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. That's why when I received the message a few minutes ago that Miss Cake Baker Susie has made her triumphant entry into the kingdom of the eternal Lord, 
I rejoiced. We will miss her. She was a very present, per, uh, just an immediate presence of grace here in this place. And uh, she never missed a service uh, until her illness came. Uh, all, you know, she was just a faithful person here in worship and in witness. But I celebrate the fact that Miss Susie isn't dead today. She's more alive than she was when she walked and worked here among us. Amen. And that's the goal that we all are looking forward to. We're pressing toward the mark of the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus. We're, it's not to the one who gets there first <clears throat> because, as I told you, all of us has faith on a different level. Have you ever said, boy, I wish I had the faith of brother so-and-so? Or I wish I had the faith of sister so-and-so? But you have a measure of faith. The Bible said it's been given to every person a measure of faith. And God gives us what God wants us to have, and then we work on that. And I may look upon someone's life or someone may look upon me and they may think, wow, that person isn't doing very much. But you don't know how they struggle to accomplish what they do with what God has given them. It's not always easy, right? It's not easy. It's, a, it's simply a matter that we are enduring. We endure, we persevere. We cross the finish line. You know, some of them run, the, get there first. Some of them come dragging in four hours later, you know. Right? By the way, I probably, I fit in on that latter end. If you ever see me running in a race, you better believe that there's something chasing me. <laughs> something that, that's not good. Something I'm afraid of, right? I, I, it's hard to say how fast any of us could run if we really uh, were put to the test. But in Christianity, in faith, it's not to the person who is the fastest or the smartest or the brightest or the one who gets there first, but it's the person who perseveres without giving up, grow not weary in well-doing, the Bible says. Don't give up, for in due season you will faint. If you, you, you will, yeah, in due season you will faint. Okay, okay. I'm glad I caught that one. Sometimes, sometimes I don't catch them and you don't catch them and then it goes out on Facebook and I think, man, do they really think I believe that? Okay, let's start all over. In due season you shall reap if you do not faint. Pastor Regina has a saying, and if I've heard her say it once, I've heard it at least 499 times. It's a pretty good life if you don't weaken. Anybody else ever heard that? I think that's an original from Pastor Regina. But that's what the scripture is saying here. Just don't weaken, don't give in under the pressure. Be faithful, be who you are. Don't try to measure yourself by somebody else, but just be faithful to follow Jesus. There are different kinds of faith, and that faith comes in different ways and different intensities to different people. You've heard me say this a lot. We may not all be in the same boat. 
Have you ever heard that? We're all in the same boat. I used to say that. But I learned a little bit different and I say now, we're not all in the same boat, but we are all in the same storms of life. Right? And the important thing is that Jesus is riding in the boat with us. Now he may be piloting the boat or he may be asleep downstairs in the boat. But does it really matter? The Bible says, He that keepeth Israel neither slumbers nor sleeps. God is with us through the storms of life. The beloved disciples, they believed when they saw the empty tomb. Mary believed when the Lord called her name. Have you ever heard the Lord call your name? Amen. And when you hear that, you know that you know that you know, right? I, I tell people a lot of times we have such a, a different kind of congregation. A lot of people, it takes me a while to get to know their names. And sometimes I'll just say, hey, you. And I have about four people turn around and look at me. Or I'm talking to Steve or Jimmy or someone in the building during the day. And I say, you know, who is that person who sits in this chair over here or, you know, you know, I just sometimes have trouble remembering names, but I want you to be uh, persuaded today and don't ever forget, God knows you. God knows your name, and he loves you just like you are. Jesus loves you. Don't try to be like somebody else. Just simply be patient, be loving, be kind, and be Jesus in the world. But the disciples believed, Mary believed, but one of those in particular named Thomas that, thank you, Landon, for learning that song. You know, every week, if I don't call Landon by Monday evening, I receive a text or a phone call. And he says, what is the theme of the service this week? And I'll give him the scripture or maybe a, a, a word or two. And this week on Monday, he, he sent that song back about Thomas. And I said, that's perfect. And Landon had never sung that before, but he learned it for us. Do you appreciate Landon for all that he does? Mark, it's good to see you back on the drums today. Hawaii Favo. All right. And it's always good to see Tim and Oscar and Miss D and Quinn and Jeff and David. I tell you, one thing I say to people when I invite them to church, I say, we got the best music in town. Can you say Amen. And sometimes I say the preaching ain't always bad. It may be a little mediocre, and you've probably heard most of it before. But how many of you like leftovers? Amen. Somebody said, but you preach too much about love at Shades of Grace, and you pre preach too much about grace. And you know what I say? When I learn, and when all of us here learn how to fully make that work in our lives, and put it into practice as a way of life, then I'll switch the topic and go to something else. Amen? Amen? But until then, my heart will go on singing, right? Until then, I'm gonna keep on preaching love, preaching grace, and preaching the mercies of God for all people in the name of Jesus Christ. Can the church say amen? Amen, amen. thank you. So people have differing needs, and they find various roots to their faith. Thomas had to actually see the scars, and Jesus said, go ahead and touch me. I'll show it to you. 
But sometimes, you know, we don't have to have that kind of evidence. Sometimes when God speaks our name, we just know. We know that we know. I can't look into your hearts today. And those of you that are viewing this by social media, only you know your relationship with God. But I will tell you this. When Jesus spoke to a certain man in the gospel, he said, you are not far from the kingdom of God. And I want to say that to whoever is listening to me today, here or wherever you may be, you're not far from the kingdom of God. And Jesus said the kingdom of God is within you. You just need to activate that faith that God has already placed into your hands. Can the church say amen? Jesus is alive forevermore. Alive, alive, alive forevermore. When it was evening on that day, that was Easter day, that was Resurrection Day, the same day that the disciples and the women had come to the empty tomb and where Mary had heard him call her name. Boy, nobody ever had to convince Mary that Jesus is alive because she'd heard that voice so many times in Bethany as Jesus spent days and nights and weeks in their home of her and her sister Martha and Lazarus. Nobody had to tell her because she knew that she knew. And we're not perfect people. And don't let anybody tell you that you're not worthy. Don't let anybody tell you that you're not good enough. And don't let anybody tell you that you're not doing it right. Amen? Amen. You follow Jesus. Walk with Jesus. Trust Jesus. And it's going to be all right. The Bible says, who can be against us if God is for us? And that's the good news of the gospel today. And so on that very same day, on the first day of the week, they recognized that Jesus indeed is risen from the dead. And one of my favorite parts of that story is as the two disciples were walking on the way to Emmaus, the stranger caught up with them and began walking with them. And as they talked along the way, they didn't recognize him at first. And later they said, did not our hearts burn within us as he drew near and walked with us along the way? But when he broke the bread, as he had done so many times before, they recognized him. Jesus loves you no matter what your fears are today. You know, those disciples were afraid. The reason some of them were not present is because they were scared. They had just seen their Savior, their teacher, their Messiah crucified as a common criminal. Have you ever heard the term guilty by association? Somebody had their number and they knew it. And that's why we know that even at one point, Simon Peter said, I don't even know who the man is. They lived in fear even before the crucifixion. And they lived in fear after the crucifixion. That's why it's so very, very important 
that we remember those words today, peace I give to you, my peace I leave with you. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. He is the King of Glory, and He will give you exactly what you need. He loves you that much. Can we sing that little chorus one more time? Sing it with us. And we'll, we'll keep singing it until I notice that everybody in here, at least your lips are moving, okay? So you better, if you don't want to stay all day, you better show me some action, okay? Come on. Sing it. It's exciting. He's alive. Alive, alive, alive forevermore. My Jesus said. Reba's singing. Jesus is alive. Janie, are you singing? I can't tell if Jeff is. He's got his mask on, but I, I see his foot padding, so I know he's singing. Go ahead, sing it. Hallelujah. You can do better than that. keep celebrating Easter all this week and all next week and all the weeks to come. Amen. Praise the Lord. Good to see you here, one and all. Bless you in the name of Jesus Christ as we go forth in peace. Amen.
When I think of all my faults and all my failures When I consider all the times I've let God down I'm humbled at the grace He has extended I'm amazed at the mercy I have found I could never earn His love on my own But every time I come before His throne I stand precious I can give. A broken heart is all I have to offer. And yet, it's a priceless gift to Him. The bitter mark of sin will never fade away. But I can come before him on a It's good to see you this morning. It's good to be in the house of worship. And we celebrate uh, some folks here today. Karen, raise your hand, Karen. She was with us last week. She has just moved to this area from Florida, and she's gone through some losses in her family. And we're so glad that she was told about Shades of Grace. And she comes from Bluff City to worship with us. So make sure that you welcome her. Let her know that she's 
in a good place to be. And it's so good to see Mr. Earl back today after knee surgery. And um, he, is, he told me first time I've been in church this year. So Earl, we're so thankful your surgery was successful and we celebrate that today. And we're glad to see Miss Betty back from her winter stay in Florida. All right, but we'll be having a few other celebrations in just a moment. But I want us to begin by singing um, Because He Lives, okay? And then we'll do some prayers. Sing with me.
Easter, right? Jesus lives, and Easter is a way of life. We are a resurrection people. I've mentioned just a few celebrations today. I also want to celebrate Mary and Marty. It's so good to see you. We, they haven't been able to worship with us since before the pandemic. And I talked to them yesterday, and uh, they struggled to get here today. But thank you for being here, Mary and Marty. God bless you. We pray for you today. And uh, are grateful to see you after a long absence. We want to also uh, remember Waylon, who is in intensive care unit uh, at this time. And I was there yesterday, but he is under very heavy sedation. So please remember Waylon and his family. Mary Ann Smith is in ICU. Tracy, who is very faithful to be with us, has COVID this week. And we ask you to remember her. She's doing better. Uh, we pray for Pastor Michelle, who is having some uh, osteoarthritis issues and has been struggling with her walking this week. We um, celebrate uh, Nita being back with us today, or Nina, Nina, I should say. I'll get it right, Nina. <laughs> Nina, we're glad you're back. And I have a card from Nina. As you know, we held a service for her brother Dewey just a few weeks ago. And she said to all of you, couldn't find a card to express how grateful my family and I are for all you have done. But thank you so very much, Nina and family. So God bless you, Nina. Uh, and we do want to pray for Nita, who was struggling really bad yesterday and maybe in the hospital today, I'm not sure. Um, we pray for Christine. We also pray for all the homeless, all those who are depressed and struggling in many ways. One of our homeless friends, Alan, came to us a couple of months ago. He was living in his truck and had lost his parents and didn't know what to do. The family home was gone. He'd been living in his truck, and he's an older gentleman, but we were able to get him a job through uh, some things I posted on Facebook, some folks who connected with him. Just a couple of days ago, he was sleeping in his truck in the Walmart parking lot. His truck caught on fire, and he was sleeping, and only by the grace of God, someone was able to get him out of the truck before it exploded, but it was a total loss. And we talked to him here uh, a day or two ago, so please pray for Alan. Uh, he's just trying to start all over, and now he's starting all over again in a matter of about the second time in a couple of months. So no one knows all the struggles that occur here in the streets and among so many on a day-to-day -day basis. Miss Susie Roser, our cake baker Susie. Remember Susie? She went to be with Jesus last night. I just got the message a few moments ago and uh, from her friend Chris. And Chris said, I am now the keeper of the cakes. And uh, Miss Susie came to us about four years ago before Thanksgiving and Christmas. She had just lost her mother, and uh, her mother was a cake baker. And so she started baking cakes for our community meals and all that we did. And so we'll always remember her. I went to pray with her this week, and uh, she recognized me. But she's with the Lord now, so we celebrate that. Uh, she would say, don't feel sorry for me. Uh, I've already made it home, so... My heart is mixed today 
as I think about that, but I celebrate. We want to remember the family of Stephen Eck. His funeral will be here today at 1 o'clock. And his niece, Shelley, is a longtime friend of mine. I've been a pastor to this family for a long, long time. Shelley lives in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And a lot of the family are coming here today for the service. So Shelley, put your hand up so we know how to pray for you today. God bless you. Uh, next Saturday at 1 p.m., we will be celebrating a funeral for Janie Shoup. So we ask you to remember her family. And then next Sunday, I will be traveling to Lynchburg, Virginia, along with Steve and Susie, to officiate the service for Steve's good friend, Andy, who died very suddenly. And uh, Andy was a very faithful participant in our virtual church. And he's only been here at Shades of Grace maybe one time, but uh, we remember him today and pray for those who love him. So remember all of these requests. They are so many. But if you have a request by the lifting up of your hand, will you just put it up and God already knows the end from the beginning. Okay? God bless you. All right. So we want to just take all of these in prayer. And I think the best way to pray is how? The way Jesus taught us. And we know that prayer. Most of us do. So I want you to pray it aloud with me today. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I'm going to step aside and right now just join Landon and all those for worship as, uh, as we just celebrate Jesus. the table and buried his face in his hands suddenly grief overtook him for he had just lost his best friend they not only crucified Jesus they cursed him and put him to shame shaken by what he witness that day Thomas would not be the same they crowned him with thorns they had gathered and one of them spat in his face father forgive him they cried out hanging in a guilty man's place they tenderly to face in that old upper room. I am your king, Thomas, I live. What must I
the land. Well, good morning. Did everybody enjoy the sunshine yesterday? <laughs> uh, as always, I would like to ask for prayers for those of us who suffer from uh, addiction and depression. Uh, sometimes we struggle a lot, and uh, your prayers are, are greatly appreciated. Blame it on the weather. <laughs> uh, this, uh, I want to send this out to Jeff. He's requested this time or two. And I just want to do it. When I was a little boy, my daddy, he told me, don't you waste your life hating nobody. Hate will rob your spirit. Hate will steal your soul. You just look them in the eye and let it go. So let it go, let it go. Just move on down the road. Let it go, let it go. Don't carry that heavy load. Let it go, let it go, let it go. Well, every day we stand on the battle lines. We've got hate in our hearts and hate on our minds. Christians, Muslims, Jewish, black and white, all we gain is a lifetime of strife. So let it go, let it go. Just move on down the road. Let it go, let it go. Don't carry that heavy load. Let it go, let it go, let it go. Well, there may be something that you carry in your mind. And you can't let it go, no matter how you try. Well, I'm asking you to try once again. Forgiveness is the best revenge. So let it go, let it go. Just move on down the road. Let it go, let it go. Don't carry that heavy load. Let it go, let it go, let it go. Well, Jesus died on the cross at Calvary. He had them nails in his hands, and he had them nails in his feet. Lord, they beat him, and they mocked him, and they called him the King of Jews. And he cried, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. So let it go, let it go, just move on down the road, 
let it go, let it go. Don't carry no heavy load. Let it go, let it go, let it go. Just let it go, let it go, let it go. Thank you all very much. God bless you, and I hope you have a wonderful day. Thanks. All right. Did you all enjoy the music today? You know, give the Lord thanks. The Bible says, come into his presence with singing. Come before him with singing. And the Lord will give us the song. Sometimes we go through those dark places of life when we don't feel like singing. But how many of you know that music will lift us up? And so we're grateful for that. We appreciate all of you who shared here today. And as I always say, if you want to sing or share your gift of music at Shades of Grace, all you have to do is see Landon and he'll make you sound as good as he can. Okay? And you may, you may be surprised. So uh, come on and everybody, don't be embarrassed, don't be shy, just make a joyful noise to the Lord. All right? Is that good with everybody? All right, uh, how many of you thought that Easter was last Sunday and that was it? How many of you know that Easter continues on? Easter is a season of the Christian faith, just like Lent was a season, just like Pentecost will be a season, like Advent will be a season. We go through seasons in life. We go through seasons in faith. And so we are in the season of Easter, and there's so much to the Easter story that we can't tell it all in one day or two or three. It takes a long time to tell the old, old story of Jesus and his love. So the scriptures today are found in the Gospel of John, chapter 20, verses 19 through 31. On the evening of that first day of the week, when the disciples were together with the doors locked for fear of the Jewish leaders, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Can you say that to me? Peace. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. And the disciples were overjoyed when they saw the Lord. Again, Jesus said, Peace be with you. Can you say that again? As the Father has sent me, I am sending you. And with that, he breathed on them and said, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anybody's sins, their sins are forgiven. If you do not forgive them, they're not forgiven. Now Thomas also known as Didymus, who also we know as Doubting Thomas. One of the 12 disciples was not with the disciples when Jesus came. So the other disciples said to him, we have seen the Lord. And Thomas said, unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my finger where the nails were and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were in the house again. 
And this time Thomas was with them. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Say it one more time. Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here. See my hands? Reach your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting. Believe. Thomas said to him, My Lord and my God. I believe he said it with a little more enthusiasm than I just did, don't you? I think he said it with great exuberance and excitement and enthusiasm. My Lord and my God is alive. And Jesus told him, Because you have seen me, you have been blessed. Blessed are those who have not seen and have yet believed. Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. Thanks be to God. The two appearances of Jesus take place a week apart, and I've just shared that with you. What happened here in this reading was from one week until the next week on the same day. The first being on Easter evening and the second being the week later. And each time Jesus spoke, we heard a lot there that talked about peace and forgiveness. Do you get that? There's a lot about peace. And if you want to have peace that passeth understanding, then you have to learn how to forgive. Can the church say amen? amen? And you must not only learn how to forgive, but we must put it into practice and we will be set free by the power of the Lord. But as Jesus speaks to the disciples three times, each time his words give power to those who hear him. The first one in verses 19 and 21, Peace be to you, even as the Father has sent me, I'm sending you. How many of you know that Jesus loves you today? How many of you know that Jesus has something for you to do? It may not be to be a pastor or a teacher or a musician or a singer, but God has called all of us to be witnesses to our faith. Someone said that God in the world today has no other hands than these. No other voice than this. No other ears than this. Now we know that's spoken a little bit metaphorically to help us understand our purpose in life. But we are to be Jesus Christ in the world. We are to hear the cries of the needy. Right? We are to hear the cries of those who are suffering. And not only hear the cry, but actually do something about it. You know, we just came through the season of Lent as we moved into Easter. And one of the big things of that season in Lent is the giving of alms. The blessing and helping of others who cannot help themselves. And I say that Easter is an everyday celebration for the child of God. And every day... We need to say, Lord, help me to listen with my Jesus ears 
as Dr. Smitty tells us. Help me to see with my Jesus eyes and help me to speak with my Jesus words. Have you ever thought about it that in life in general, we're given two eyes and we're given two ears, but we're only given one mouth? Have you ever thought about it? I've thought a lot about that over the years and it just stands to reason to me that as we uh, are trying to do the work of God, we need to listen and watch a whole lot more than we need to speak. Amen. A lot of us have plenty of words, but we don't have the actions and the attitudes to back them up. But someone said, I would rather see a sermon in action lived out without words than to be able to hear all the words of all the sermons that could be preached, right? So we are a living witness. We are people of faith acting out and doing the work of God. Another thing that Jesus said to each of these persons in this message is receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive anybody's sins, they've been forgiven them. And if you don't forgive them, they haven't been forgiven. So that tells me that forgiveness lies right here within my own heart and within my own mind, right? And yet people say, I can't forgive, or even beyond that, I refuse to forgive. But where would we be today? Where would I be if God chose not to forgive me? Because I've transgressed, I've fallen short, and I'll just confess, I sin, amen? Anybody else want to join ranks with me? Amen. We, we want to be honest and transparent in worship that we all are people of the flesh who need forgiveness. And in order to receive that forgiveness, we must be willing to exercise forgiveness. And then he says, touch me, touch my hands, touch my side, and reach out. Do not be unbelieving, but believe. Now this gospel lesson that I'm sharing with you today uh, talks about the disciples who are gathered together. And it doesn't matter how many gather together. You know, the Bible says we're two or more. Two or three. Everybody say two. Two and me. How's that? Two of you and one of me. That makes three. We can't agree. Wow. I, that, can you write a song on that, Oscar? That sounded inspiring, didn't it? Okay, so we come together in the name of Jesus Christ and realize that nothing shall be called impossible with the Lord. So really in this particular passage that I read a moment ago, we know that Judas had already exited the scene before the immediate crucifixion of the Lord. And now we find that Thomas was absent for whatever reason on that particular day. But this gospel shows us there are different kinds of faith. How many of you know that? How many of you would like to be exactly like somebody else in the world? Or how many of you celebrate the distinct differences in your life that you're not like somebody else? Sometimes I'm grateful. There are a lot of mentors and people in my life that I would love to 
be more like, to be more like Jesus. But there are also occasionally those people who probably say, I'm glad I'm not like Pastor Will because they may see me on one of my lesser days, on one of my worser days. Do you all have those kinds of days? So let us understand that we all have faith because the Bible says without faith, it is impossible to please the Lord. How many of you know that? If we come to God, we must believe that God is. That's the problem that Thomas had on that particular first resurrection because he had seen Jesus die. He had seen his body being laid in a tomb and he could not understand how Jesus is alive. Landon, I just realized we're supposed to sing a song today. You remember what it was? What was it? Sing it with us. Sing it with us now and then I'll continue on. Alive, alive, alive forevermore. My Jesus is alive. Jesus is alive, 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 alive forevermore. My Jesus is alive. Sing hallelujah, sing hallelujah. My Jesus is alive forevermore. Sing hallelujah, sing hallelujah. My Jesus is alive. So Thomas had difficulty understanding that Jesus is alive. But remember those words that Jesus had so often said to the disciples before he went to Calvary, to the cross, to his execution. He said, I am the resurrection and I am the life. And whoever lives and believes in me, even though he die." yet shall he live. And whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. That's why when I received the message a few minutes ago that Miss Cake Baker Susie has made her triumphant entry into the kingdom of the eternal Lord, I rejoiced. We will miss her. She was a very present, uh, just an immediate presence of grace here in this place. And... uh, She never missed a service uh, until her illness came. Uh, All, you know, she was just a faithful person here in worship and in witness. But I celebrate the fact that Miss Susie isn't dead today. She's more alive than she was when she walked and worked here among us. Amen. And that's the goal that we all are looking forward to. We're pressing toward the mark of the prize of the high calling in Christ Jesus. We're, it's not to the one who gets there first because as I told you, all of us has faith on a different level. Have you ever said, boy, I wish I had the faith of brother so-and-so or I wish I had the faith of sister so-and-so but you have a measure of faith. The Bible said it's been given to every person a measure of faith. And God gives us what God wants us to have. And then we work on that. And 
I may look upon someone's life or someone may look upon me and they may think, wow, that person isn't doing very much. But you don't know how they struggle to accomplish what they do with what God has given them. It's not always easy, right? It's not easy. It's, a, it's simply a matter that we are enduring. We endure, we persevere. We cross the finish line. You know, some of them run, the, get there first. Some of them come dragging in four hours later, you know. Right? By the way, I probably, I fit in on that latter end. If you ever see me running in a race, you better believe that there's something chasing me. <laughs> something that, that's not good. Something I'm afraid of, right? I, I, it's hard to say how fast any of us could run if we really uh, were put to the test. But in Christianity, in faith, it's not to the person who is the fastest or the smartest or the brightest or the one who gets there first, but it's the person who perseveres without giving up, grow not weary in well-doing, the Bible says. Don't give up, for in due season you will faint. If you, you, you will, yeah, in due season you will faint. Okay, okay. I'm glad I caught that one. Sometimes, sometimes I don't catch them and you don't catch them and then it goes out on Facebook and I think, man, do they really think I believe that? Okay, let's start all over. In due season you shall reap if you do not faint. Pastor Regina has a saying, and if I've heard her say it once, I've heard it at least 499 times. It's a pretty good life if you don't weaken. Anybody else ever heard that? I think that's an original from Pastor Regina. But that's what the scripture is saying here. Just don't weaken, don't give in under the pressure. Be faithful, be who you are. Don't try to measure yourself by somebody else, but just be faithful to follow Jesus. There are different kinds of faith, and that faith comes in different ways and different intensities to different people. You've heard me say this a lot. We may not all be in the same boat. Have you ever heard that? We're all in the same boat. I used to say that. But I learned a little bit different, and I say now, we're not all in the same boat, but we are all in the same storms of life, right? And the important thing is that Jesus is riding in the boat with us. Now, he may be piloting the boat, or he may be asleep downstairs in the boat. But does it really matter? The Bible says, he that keepeth Israel neither slumbers nor sleeps. God is with us through the storms of life. The beloved disciples, they believed when they saw the empty tomb. Mary believed when the Lord called her name. Have you ever heard the Lord call your name? Amen. And when you hear that, you know that you know that you know, right? I, I tell people a lot of times we have such a, a different kind of congregation. A lot of people, it takes me a while to get to know their names. And sometimes I'll just say, hey, you. And I have about four people turn around and look at me. 
or I'm talking to Steve or Jimmy or someone in the building during the day and I say, you know, who is that person who sits in this chair over here or, you know, you know, I just sometimes have trouble remembering names, but I want you to be uh, persuaded today and don't ever forget, God knows you. God knows your name and he loves you just like you are. Jesus loves you. Don't try to be like somebody else. Just simply be patient, be loving, be kind, and be Jesus in the world. But the disciples believed, Mary believed, but one of those in particular named Thomas, that thank you, Landon, for learning that song. You know, every week, if I don't call Landon by Monday evening, I receive a text or a phone call. And he says, what is the theme of the service this week? And I'll give him the scripture or maybe a, a, a word or two. And this week on Monday, he, he sent that song back about Thomas. And I said, that's perfect. And Landon had never sung that before, but he learned it for us. Do you appreciate Landon for all that he does? Mark, it's good to see you back on the drums today. Hawaii Favo. All right. And it's always good to see Tim and Oscar and Miss D, and Quinn, and Jeff, and David. I tell you, one thing I say to people when I invite them to church, I say, we got the best music in town. Can you say amen? And sometimes I say the preaching ain't always bad. It may be a little mediocre, and you've probably heard most of it before. But how many of you like leftovers? Amen. Somebody said, but you preach too much about love at Shades of Grace, and you pre preach too much about grace. And you know what I say? When I learn, and when all of us here learn how to fully make that work in our lives and put it into practice as a way of life, then I'll switch the topic and go to something else. Amen? But until then, my heart will go on singing, right? Until then, I'm going to keep on preaching love, preaching grace, and preaching the mercies of God for all people in the name of Jesus Christ. Can the church say amen? Amen, thank you. So people have differing needs and they find various roots to their faith. Thomas had to actually see the scars and Jesus said, go ahead and touch me. I'll show it to you. But sometimes, you know, we don't have to have that kind of evidence. Sometimes. When God speaks our name, we just know. We know that we know. I can't look into your hearts today. And those of you that are viewing this by social media, only you know your relationship with God. But I will tell you this. When Jesus spoke to a certain man in the gospel, he said, you are not far from the kingdom of God. And I want to say that to whoever is listening to me today, here or wherever you may be. You're not far from the kingdom of God. And Jesus said the kingdom of God is within you. You just need to activate that faith that God has already placed into your hands. Can the church say amen? Jesus is alive forevermore. Alive, alive alive forevermore. When it was evening on that day, that was Easter day, that was Resurrection Day, 
the same day that the disciples and the women had come to the empty tomb and where Mary had heard him call her name. Boy, nobody ever had to convince Mary that Jesus is alive because she'd heard that voice so many times in Bethany as Jesus spent days and nights and weeks in their home of her and her sister Martha and Lazarus. Nobody had to tell her because she knew that she knew. And we're not perfect people. And don't let anybody tell you that you're not worthy. Don't let anybody tell you that you're not good enough. And don't let anybody tell you that you're not doing it right. Amen? Amen. You follow Jesus. Walk with Jesus. Trust Jesus. And it's going to be all right. The Bible says, who can be against us if God is for us? And that's the good news of the gospel today. And so on that very same day, on the first day of the week, they recognized that Jesus indeed is risen from the dead. And one of my favorite parts of that story is as the two disciples were walking on the way to Emmaus, the stranger caught up with them and began walking with them. And as they talked along the way, they didn't recognize him at first. And later they said, did not our hearts burn within us as he drew near and walked with us along the way? But when he broke the bread, as he had done so many times before, they recognized him. Jesus loves you no matter what your fears are today. You know, those disciples were afraid. The reason some of them were not present is because they were scared. They had just seen their Savior, their teacher, their Messiah crucified as a common criminal. Have you ever heard the term guilty by association? Somebody had their number and they knew it. And that's why we know that even at one point, Simon Peter said, I don't even know who the man is. They lived in fear even before the crucifixion. And they lived in fear after the crucifixion. That's why it's so very, very important that we remember those words today, peace I give to you. My peace I leave with you. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. He is the King of glory, and he will give you exactly what you need. He loves you that much. Can we sing that little chorus one more time? Sing it with us. And we'll, we'll keep singing it until I notice that everybody in here, at least your lips are moving, okay? So you better, if you don't want to stay all day, you better show me some action, okay? Come on. Sing it. It's exciting. He's alive. Alive, alive, alive forevermore, my Jesus said. Reba's singing, Jesus is alive. Janie, are you singing? I can't tell if Jeff is. He's got his mask on, but I, I see his foot padding, so I know he's singing. Go ahead, sing it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
you can do better than that, come on. keep celebrating Easter all this week and all next week and all the weeks to come. Amen. Praise the Lord. Good to see you here, one and all. Bless you in the name of Jesus Christ as we go forth in peace. Amen. Amen.